Mike, have you read 1984? No. No. It, it, it's, an, it's an Orwell novel about how the facts keep changing, as you, and we're expected <laughs> to just keep believing those facts regardless of what the facts were told to us before. And I felt that a little bit when I was listening to Reed's new press conference. So I know the story of 1984, but I again, I must confess that I haven't read it. But I guess you're saying that we're being we're being misled in some kind of overall um, approach to like by the Fantastic Four to sort of convince us that what we're seeing isn't true and what we're hearing isn't true. Well, yeah, like it's it feels propaganda. Like, it feels like hey, when 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 they first jumped onto the scene um, a year and a half ago, they came out and shared a bunch of stuff with us, and now they're coming out and hey, there's been criticism of them. There's been a lot of questions. Reed's coming up and saying, "Hey, let me get let me let me put the record straight." But some of his records straight is it, just like it feels like it contradicts some of the things that we we knew about them that that we heard about before. The, the things that Reed has said before. Well, I guess. I mean, I guess to be fair to them, they, well, first of all, they're doing it. They're doing it at a time when they couldn't be more popular, right? They're doing it at a time when there's comic books that are created about them, and they're global celebrities. And so, either they're just sort of, you know, trying to change their past and what they've said before, or they just have a have an easier time and a greater platform to actually, in, in a more considered way, explain things in more detail. And 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 also to be fair, when you look at it. There hasn't been these significant uh, attacks in quite some time, so maybe they have the, they have the time to, to 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 explain it a bit in a bit more detail. Yeah, fair enough. And so, so maybe I guess you're arguing that they were just they, they were rushed before, and that's kind of why they were a little deceptive. And now now they're in a place where they <laughs> they, they they don't need to be deceptive anymore. And now is the time to tell the truth. Well, I guess that, and I've been quite critical of them, right? But I've been more critical about the fact that we don't know enough about them, and so I wonder. When, when someone comes in and has a bit more time to explain themselves, then I guess I can understand it. But some of the stuff that they've told us is fundamentally different. And that's what I think you're getting at. So rather than just, like, I, I'm okay with the idea that we're learning more about, say, the relationship between Reed and Sue, or Reed Richards and Sue Storm. That, and, and they're not engaged, right? That, that's, that's the big right. news. That, that, that's the big news. But we're hearing more about, like, they've known each other for quite some time, and, and also about how the connections that they've had with Ben Grimm, and also, obviously, um, Reed and Sue knowing Johnny Storm, Sue's younger brother, for some time, and telling us more about the relationship. But yeah, they they're coming forward and explaining that that they were Reed and Sue were engaged before and are no longer. So that seems quite interesting. That 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 was just a, may have evolved over time. But at the same time, they're also telling us about their own background, which I didn't really appreciate about they say in particular Reed Richards' background. Yeah, and so, hey, I have no problem with that. And, and hey, good, good on them for coming clean with some of those things. And in fact, some of the things are probably things that we, we, we don't need to know. Like, it, it, it's it's nice to be told that they're not engaged, but frankly, that's their own personal business. And I'm mm-hmm. not sure that the, the world has a right to know that. Um, but things like the fact that there was no government contract at all, that, that Reed basically self-funded, or at least is claiming he self-funded the entire space exploration um uh, w- without any government oversight at all on the original trip, like th- that's new news, I think. Well, that's significant. And I, and I was trying to think in my head, had we like inferred from the fact that the spaceship took off, I thought from an area that, that was known for, for um, as, as being an area comp, uh, an army compound. And so 
And I, I believe we, the reporting was clear that Reed Richards had been involved in some kind of military contracting. So I don't know if we were told something that was untrue before or if we'd inferred from it about what had happened. But it's it, it's pretty easy to check up on the fact that Reed Richards does come from some money. But it's an incredible amount of money to spend on a spaceship. And the way he explains it is just for this sort of patri- out of patriotic zeal. I mean, it seems like uh, it seems extreme. So it's to be told that they didn't work for the government yeah, I'm still, I'm still, a little, little, I'm, I'm still a little bit skeptical, but I'm willing to to entertain the idea that maybe we just the reporting just was rushed in the beginning. Yeah, that's po- it, 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 I guess it's po- it's possible. Um, uh, but we just get also also we heard for the first time about the cosmic storm. Yes, that's fundamental. That is fundamental to our understanding about how they got their powers. That's right. You know, like, we, we, our understanding before was that there were cosmic rays that were just in space. And I think you and I went on for, for, for months about how we need to start sending people into space, or at least I went on about sending people into space. <laughs> yeah, we, we, because if, if you send them into space, you get, uh, get superpowers. Um, and, and that seems to be what they inferred before. But now we've, we've had a lot of people in space. They have not got superpowers. And Reed came out and addressed that and basically said that, that their original trip effectively got hit by uh, this what he's calling a cosmic storm that is not something you get every time you go into space. It's almost like, yeah, you can go out in the bay on your boat and most of the time on a sunny day, nothing's going to happen. But every now and then you get hit by a storm and these guys just happened to get hit by a storm the first time they went up. Yeah. And so how do you feel about that, Ed? Because I know you're, you were more excited than I was about the idea that, you know, why don't we send up people into space because only 25% of them come back as a disfigured human being, which I was against to be clear. And you were, you know, seemed to be okay with it, but how do you feel about that? Because do you, uh, you know, I, I think you might, I feel a little safer in the sense that it means that there will, there should be less superpowered individuals. Cause I think your concern was that, Hey, uh, if, if you, all you have to do is go into space in this poorly shielded spaceship and you, you can come back with superpowers, then we're concerned about other nations that might not have our interests at heart are going to be sending people up into space uh, to get these powers and to, and to be used against us. And so if it just happens to be more of a, if not a random occurrence, an, an, an infrequent one, then you know I think you, you think you, you, we should feel a little safer, right? Yeah, I, I feel like, like I think that's generally true. Um, the fact that there should be a lot less powered individuals. It's not as simple as every nation uh, on the planet building spaceships, sending them to space, and having their own superpowered army. Um, I think now the question becomes like, do we need some space meteorologists to figure out when the cosmic storms are going to hit? Well, how about, uh, you know, we, we don't have a clear answer on this. We've, this has never been addressed, but but has there been any kind of examination of the four about how they got their powers? If if it is some kind of unique experience um, that happens infrequently, is it, is you know, does it stand to reason that the next time a cosmic storm comes through and anybody going into space would be mutated in the same way? Or is it something particular about these individuals um, or not? So, and you think that you might get that by, I suppose examining uh, examining them, but again, they're not. We know now yeah. they're not military people, and yeah. they're they're American citizens that don't have to be, ex- you know, subjected to that such ex- such examination. Well, not just that. It see it seems unlikely, right? If 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 there's some sort of special genetic code that interacts with, with the cosmic storms to make things happen, that would make sense if like Sue and Johnny got it and they're brother and sister. But there's no relation. There's no familiar relationship between Reed and Ben and Sue and Johnny. And so the fact that all three of them got powers when they hit this storm, 
really suggests that that, that that it's like hitting the storm gives humans powers, storm. not not just like some subset of humans. Well, then I like your I like your kind of galactic meteorologist idea to say, well, well is this storm going through, um, passing through by Earth? When's the when's the next time it'll happen? But here's another question for you, actually: If a cosmic storm happened, it just it just happened at the right moment, right? So it happened just above where right where the the, the Fantastic Four ship went into space and got hit by the, the storm passes by right that, at that exact moment. Or, or um, maybe the storm was at the same time as it hit the ship, it hit a certain part of, of uh, the earth. So maybe there's, maybe, you know, if, if it can pass through the atmosphere down to the earth, this storm may have affected more people we just don't know about yet. Yeah. Um, space is very big and it feels that the chance... The chance of a small spaceship hitting this storm—if if the storm was any sort of small size—it's not going to intersect with with the ship, right? So the storm must have been very, very big in order for this mm-hmm. thing to actually happen. Um, and if yeah, it was that big, like, did it intersect with the Earth? Or maybe, maybe it doesn't. Maybe the, the the atmosphere gets rid of these cosmic rays. Um, it feels like Reed kind of answered the first question, and then it teed up about a dozen others. But here's here's my one thing I want to say, just as it's coming to mind. I would imagine that with this information about the cosmic storm becoming more public, don't you think that you could probably pinpoint if there was kind of a larger storm that hit the Earth, you could pinpoint what part of Earth would have been, um, it would have passed through because you just, if you find out where the Fantastic Four left Earth and at what um, time of day and and what day, and then also like say the speed and everything to predict where it it would have intersected with the, the time that it intersected with the cosmic storm, and then the Earth would have rotated uh, a certain amount. Then you think that you'd be able, a physicist or an uh, 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 astrophysicist could figure out where that storm, if it's large enough to hit the Earth, where exactly would it hit the Earth? But man, if, if that happened, we should have like a whole continent full of superpowered people. And we, that, that, that didn't happen at all. I know. I'm kind of, I, I just, maybe, I, maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm conflicted. Do I want more or less superpowered individuals? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I want m- more friendly ones and less unfriendly ones. But that's why I'm saying this should be investigated then, because don't you think if if you found out that the Earth had, had rotated enough that it hit an unfriendly part of the uh, of the world, maybe and that we don't, that we're not getting a lot of news out of, maybe that's where there's more people with superpowers. There's a lot of maybes in that sentence. <laughs> If you are enjoying Super Serious, please leave us a review on iTunes. In the meantime, here is another podcast that you may enjoy. Hey, it's good old boy Mike. This is good old boy Dave. From Sips, Suds, and Smokes. Sips, Suds, and Smokes covers wine, tea, coffee, distilled spirits, whiskey, scotch, beer, cigars. People whose first name starts with Q. Bad fake British accents. And we always take time to make fun of the people of Alabama. Banned once again. It's a one-hour episode that's mildly entertaining for about 22 minutes. I think mildly would be a vast improvement. Well, we do have the only beer show with the Holy Man. We talk about these products and rate them with our unique rating system, like our Suds 5 rating. Do you really have something better to do with your life for an hour than actually listen to the show? What don't make them think about it. Well, join us on this radio station, podcast network, or via our Android app.